You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. And thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. You guys know the drill. Um, Today, we're going to head into relievers. We will still do our utility players one, I promise. Uh, I debated doing designated hitter. But designated hitter is still in the scheme of the entire history of the team, still a relatively new position. And on top of that, it's there. There really haven't been too many players that are like only designated hitters. You know what I mean? Like usually you start off somewhere else, and then when you get older, you go to DH. Like like Kirk Gibson was in our right field one, but he uh, DH'd more games than he than like anything else um and and you know like like Dimitri Young played a lot of first but he's you know Victor Martinez caught at first like there's not too many like true DHs and and I I didn't really feel the need for it so I do feel the need though for relievers and how we're going to do this is we're going to look mostly at closers that's going to be the the big thing because I, I feel like there's not a plethora of dudes that were like the best reliever on the team that weren't the closer. You know what I mean? Like for the most part, your your best relievers are going to be closing games. So we're going to look mostly at closers. Uh, there's one guy on here that, you know, spot started a few games. Um, you know, you have some dudes that started off as starters then became closers or whatnot but but for the most part we're going to be looking at closers for the relievers all right um this one was a really fun one to make uh the tigers have had some really fun uh back end of the bullpen arms over the years uh i mean joe nathan <laughs> joe nathan on this list uh, he's not gonna make the top five don't worry i i wouldn't do that to any of you um but like Shane Green, we'll do honorable mentions now. Joe Nathan, K-Rod, uh, I know he was horrible his second year, but his first year here he was actually pretty lights out. Shane Green, uh, Fernando Rodney, Aurelio Lopez. There's some. There's some really. There's some really cool names in here. Uh, Al Benton, Terry Fox, even. Um, uh, I mean, like there, there's, we've had some, we've had some pretty fun relievers. Dizzy Trout is, is one of the most accomplished starters in Tigers history, but also is like 15th in the team's history in saves. Um, I, I, Joaquin Benoit, when he took over, um, Joaquin Soria, Gregory Soto is obviously one of my favorite players for those who know Hal Newhauser who has 200 career wins and is one of the most uh, one of the best starters in, in baseball history and in Tigers history is uh, has like 20 career saves because why not uh, there's there's some fun names on here of, uh, of dudes that have that have uh, closed games over the years so it's not gonna be just a strict top five of like the 
top five in order of save leaders because some of that saves while I love saves as a stat and that that's um, the the advanced analytic people are uh, not too too fond of my opinion of that but I love saves and save percentage and stuff that's I I still very much love and appreciate that stat um, so it's but it's not because some of that is accumulative you know what I mean so it can't really be like like just straight up oh if you have the most you were the best so like it, it it's a little bit of jumbling around but uh, we we are gonna look at for the most part the five guys who got the most saves it just might not be in the exact order of how many saves they got all right so top five saves in Tigers history top five relievers closers we'll say uh, well we won't we won't say relievers we'll just say closers top five closers in the history of your Detroit Tigers coming in at number five. <laughs> a uh, a controversial man at his at his peak, Jose Valverde, coming in as the fifth best reliever in Tigers history. Now he has the fifth most saves in the history of the Detroit Tigers, uh, pretty comfortably. He has the fifth at 119 saves in a Tigers uniform, sixth as 85. And that's Aurelio Lopez. And then Fernando Rodney's seventh with 70. So you see there's a pretty big gap between the the fifth and sixth, which makes a pretty clear cutoff if you want to rank the top five closers, in my opinion. But the fascinating thing about Jose Valverde is that for... I, I mean, at his peak, there was nobody better but in the same breath like he wasn't like it's just he's so fascinating to me because in non-save situations he was horrible um and i i mean really after like in 2012 the wheels started falling off a little bit and then by the postseason of 2012, he just lost the closer jobs outright to Phil. Phil Coke, for those who don't remember, was the closer in the postseason. Right, he got the final out of the Yankees game to send us to. And that was you know we had a big lead that wasn't really a save situation, but he he got the final out to send us to the World Series. Like Jose Valverde straight up lost the closing job by the time the postseason rolled around, and he still had 35 saves that year. And a 3.78 ERA, which, like, not great. His XFIP was over 5. So, like, eh. You know what I mean? Eh. But production-wise, I mean, 3.78 ERA. Um, his K numbers were horrible in 2012. 6.26 K per 9 out of a closer. I mean, it, even in 10 years, the game has changed so much, man. A 3. Jeez. A three and a half walk per nine and a six point two K per nine out of your closer. I mean that's that like that's not great, right? That's we can all agree that that's not phenomenal. Two thousand eleven though, that's the year, right? And and even his under not lying numbers weren't still that great. Like he was, he was roller coaster. He was Todd Jones after Todd Jones. Like he was. 
in, in A, in non-safe situations, as I've already said, he was pretty putrid. But he had a 2-2-4 ERA that year and a 4-0-1 XFIP. So, it, a lot of fly ball outs, but pitched in Comerica. And also gave up quite a lot of base runners. Even in 2011, the perfect season, right? 49 for 49. Mariana Rivera... In a, in a full season, never had a, a perfect season, a perfect 100% save percentage. Jose Valverde in 2011, for one glorious year, had a 100% save percentage. I'll never forget Mario and Pemba's call. 49 for 49 after he got the strikeout in the last game, or the last save he got that year. But, like, it, it it's just remarkable to me that this dude... Like, like he had a one-two whip, and while that's that's not bad, you know, that's not trash. That that's not a whip that you go, oh my goodness, like this dude probably didn't blow a save the entire season. And there, were, you know, Austin Jackson had to play at the plate, and he loaded the bases several times, and there was always a runner on. I mean, he he was walking well over four dudes per nine inning. Like he he was n- not shy about letting people on base, but in 2011, just some magical season. Did not blow a single save. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, like I said, 2-2-4 ERA that season. Uh, had a career 3 7 ERA, 288 career saves, and 119 of those would be for your Detroit Tigers. Jose Valverde coming in as the fifth best closer in Tigers history. We're going to get to the top four after I tell y'all about Built Bar. It's the new year. That means New Year's resolutions. If you're about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars which can be chalky, waxy, or even taste like chemical spill. You'll want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. Like by week three, you're like, this is not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least get something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you eat a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So, be sure to check the website often, Built.com. You can go to Built.com right now, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off of your... That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, everybody, we are back here for segment two of Locked on Tigers. Thanks for making us your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. Heading in to our top four closers in Tigers history. Coming in at number four, we have John Hiller. John Hiller did spot start about 43 games in his Tigers career uh, in his major league career because he was a tiger the entirety of it. Um, but he has 125 
career saves, which puts him at third all time in saves by a Detroit Tiger. Uh, phenomenal career. I mean, a, really a, a staple in the bullpen in an era when relievers were first kind of starting to become a thing. Like at the, or in the early days of baseball, you threw your starter out there, they went nine innings. That's just how it went. And then it kind of started like, okay, if your starter sucks or, uh, you know, he's thrown pitch count wasn't a thing until a little bit later, but you know, if, if he looks tired or if he's just not having a good day or whatever, sure. We'll, uh, we'll throw somebody else in there and it, you know, it used to just be a different starter. And then it kind of, it wasn't until this era, John Hiller pitched from 65 to 80. It wasn't really until the the fifties really was the big push of it. When, when relievers really started to be a thing and you had guys that were, you know, brought on the team and meant to be relievers for your starters, like true relievers by definition of the word. And Hiller really was that. And I mean, 125 career saves in 1973, he had 38 saves. That was by far his career high. Um, and then the rest of his career was really just, you know, 13, 14, 13. He, he really was a, I mean, he was still pitching like for the, for most seasons, well over a hundred innings. Like he, he was the, the true reliever. And a lot of his saves were also, you know, like he, he comes in in the seventh or something and is pitching three innings. Like he was, he, he was getting like two and a half, two win seasons war wise out of the bullpen because he was pitching still so many innings, but he wasn't starting any games or very many games at least. Um, in 1968, the year the Tigers won the World Series, he had 12 starts that year and only two saves, um, but he appeared in 39 games and was still one of the, the better relievers. And then it wasn't really until the 70s that he took over that role of, I am going to be the back-end reliever and, and close the door. And that's where, like I said, 1973, you see the... Uh, the 38 save season, a 2.83 career ERA, mad respect. 15 career WAR uh, as a reliever is incredibly respectable. Uh, K per nine of seven and a half, slightly different era, but still not a bad number. Walk per nine of 3.8, uh, and a home run per nine of 0.8. Left on base percentage of 80 percent. Again, not bad for a reliever. He, I mean, respectable season, man really respectable season. There's one year though, that I really want to talk about 1974. He had 13 saves. This just tells you what situations he was being put in. He had a 17 and 14 win loss record with zero games started and 150 innings pitched. He was the opener before the opener. This like this is the kind like I'm such a nerd, but like this is the kind of stuff that's fascinating to me. He had 31 decisions as a reliever that did not start a single game. He was literally the opener before the opener. And like not actually, right? Like he wasn't coming in, in the second inning or anything, but like it it's it's just remarkable to me that any reliever, pure reliever can be put in so many situations in close games or in tie games that 
And he had two six four ERA that year, right? Like he was good. I don't know that that kind of stuff just fascinates me. That that a dude that started zero games can be a part of thirty one different decisions. He only appeared in fifty nine games that season as a whole. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a nerd, but that kind of stuff fascinates me. And John Hiller is going to come in as our fourth ranked closer. I guess we can just call it closer in Tigers history, coming in at number three. Number three, the third best closer in Tigers history, Mike Henneman. Mike Henneman was the Tigers reliever of closer, geez, um, in the late 80s, all the way through the early and into the mid 90s. Uh, he joined the team in 87, which was a great year for Tigers baseball, and then really played out the rest of his career on some pretty mediocre teams, but he was a really s- solid back-end reliever that got 22 saves, 22 saves, 21 saves, 24 saves, 24 saves uh, by year. He comes in as the second most saves in Detroit Tigers history at 154. He would retire with 193 in his career. A 3-2-1 career. Wow, that's weird. 3-2-1. <laughs> so I get distracted easily, as you can tell. Uh, 3-2-1 career ERA, uh, had a 1-8-7 ERA with 22 saves in his second season with the Tigers in 1988. Um, was always a re- in like a high twos, lows threes ERA, uh, was consistently above one war. I mean, 11.3 war as a reliever in a, in a nice little 10 year career is very respectable. Uh, had two war as a rookie, as a 25 year old rookie. Had two war, uh, the highest war he would accumulate in any season in his career. Pretty pretty remarkable. And that he wasn't really the closer for that one, only seven saves, but never started a game in his career, purely a reliever. Um, and I, I I don't know. He he's another one of those guys that just kind of gets overlooked. And for a dude that for many years, right, until Todd Jones came into the picture, uh, which Mike Henneman handed off the torch to Todd Jones, uh, right after that kind of that era started. Um, I mean, Henneman was the career, the Tigers career leader all time in saves for a a number of years, right? For over a decade. So it's, uh, it's, it's just that, that, you know, another guy that maybe slips through the cracks a little bit and deserves, uh, some credit six, five, five K per nine. Not great. Um, and again, different era, right? Like we talk about that. I bring that up so much, but it's so important to remember just the eras and, and how the game was played so differently over the years, but almost 200 career saves, 193 career saves, um, three, three walk per nine, eh, 0.5 home run per nine. Damn good. Really, really respectable. 74% left on base percentage and eh, whatever. Three four five career FIP. How, what is this dude? Three two one ERA and three four five FIP. Th- like what is that? This is the kind of stuff that that <laughs> man. I'm such a dork, dog. Like this is the kind of stuff that that is just wild to me. Career ERA three two one career FIP three four five. That's weird. Like that's. Even if you don't even like care or agree with FIP or like you're not an advanced analytic person, that's objectively weird to have it go descending in order one way and, and ascending in order the other way, right? 
Like we can all agree, have a good chuckle. That that that's a little messed up. Like that's that that's some like I'm checking I'm checking under the bed tonight. Like that's weird. That's freaking me out a little bit. All right, let's get into the top two closers in Tigers history. But first, got to tell you all about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is you covered this holiday season more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues to march right through the college bowl season and into the pro playoffs, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action you need this season. Bowl season, baby. Happy New Year's Eve. Go blue. Go blue. Head to the website or use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. But online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. All right, everybody. We are back for our third and final segment here at Locked On Tigers. Going to cover the top two closers in Tigers history. Coming in at number two. The all-time save leader by a wide margin in Tigers history, roller coaster Todd Jones. 235 career saves. The next closest is Mike Henneman at 154. About 80, 81 saves more than the next closest. Um, two stints with the Tigers. 1997 to 2000, and then would come back from 06 to 08. Todd Jones was the man. Uh, like, he is one of my favorite Tigers of all time. 2005 with the Marlins, he had a two and a half war season out of the pen. Started one game in his uh, major league career in 2003, because why not? Just, I mean, the, the definition of a closer, right? Like, just through and through. Uh, 319 career saves. What a what a accomplished career. What a hell of a guy. What a fan favorite. 397. <laughs> oh, Todd. 397 career ERA. 395 career FIP. 11.1 career war. You know, he really was the roller coaster, right? In 2006, 37 saves. In 2007, 38. And then in uh, 2008, his last season in Major League Baseball and with the Tigers, 18 saves in just 45 games. Um, <laughs> he, oh, man. This, 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 he, this dude just makes me chuckle, man. A f- career ERA of four and had 320 career saves. Like, what a remarkable dude. 1997 at a 3.09 ERA. Pretty sure that's like his career high. Oh, no, in 2005, he had a 2.10 ERA. Jeez, I wish we got some of that. Goodness. Um, 1997 for the Tigers, 3.09 ERA and 31 saves. 1998 for the Tigers, a 5 ERA and 28 saves. In 1999 for the Tigers, a 3-8 ERA and 30 saves. And in 2000, 42 saves, his career high on a 3-5-2 ERA. One and a half war. Um, career caper nine of 7-2-9. Honestly, given the era and the type of pitcher that Todd Jones was, that's not bad. Now, 
the thing is, right, like most of his career, majority of his career, his K per nine was actually like seven or higher. Like a lot of nine season mixed in here, a lot of eight. That's not bad. The thing is, once you get to his last stint with the Tigers, 06 to 08, his K per nine by season is as follows. 394, 484, and 302. Unbelievable. Todd Jones, I could go down a Todd Jones. We could have a Todd Jones episode. We could go down a whole rabbit hole. This dude is absolutely fascinating to me. 72.7% left on base percentage. Um, a walk per nine of 372. Amazingly, in 2006, when he had 37 saves and a 394K per nine, his walk per nine was only 1.5. So, and that was on a four ERA. <laughs> And one more out of the pen. I love you, Todd Jones. The second greatest closer in Tigers history. And number one, shouldn't be a surprise to too many people if uh, if you know your Tigers history, is going to be Willie Hernandez. Willie Hernandez was the Tigers' true closer for three years only, 84 to 86, but was a staple in the back end of the bullpen his entire Tigers career, which would be from 84 to 1989. Uh, was also a reliever for the Cubs for the first six years of his career. Uh, 147 career saves would have 120 of those with the Tigers ranking him fourth all-time in Tigers history. The reason that he comes in at number one is pretty simple, and it's because of 1984. Really, that entire three-year stretch. I mean, from, from 84 through 86, he was pretty unbelievable. Um, but 84 is the peak of it. And a career 3-3-8 ERA, uh, 6-7-9 K per nine, nothing incredible. A three walk per nine, again, nothing incredible. 75% uh, left on base percentage, but the the fascinating thing about 1984. For those who don't know, Willie Hernandez was a closer that won the Most Valuable Player award in the 1984 season. He had a three-two WAR out of the bullpen. He appeared in 80 games, had 32 saves on 140 innings pitched, making zero starts. That's remarkable. I don't care era. I I don't care. I I don't care. I don't care. That is unbelievable. He got 32 saves, almost all of them. Well, I don't know this factually and people will get on my ass if I'm wrong. A lot of them were two inning saves. And that's why you see the 140 innings pitch. He was their go-to reliever. Uh, He had a 1.92 ERA that season. He was their go-to reliever. He would go into games at any point, really, and was just expected to finish it. And that's why he racked up 32 saves on 140 innings pitched at a 7K per nine that year, a 2-3 walk per nine, a 0.38 home run per nine, which is very, very good. Um, Was, I I mean, a closer one MVP, dog. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's that's unbelievable. 
And that whole three-year stretch, he was doing that. At 106 innings pitched in 1985 on 31 saves. Uh, and then 86, he reverted more to a kind of a relatively more truer closer role. 88 innings pitched, 24 saves. Uh, even his last couple of years with the Cubs, he was a one-and-a-half war reliever. And, and, and then, all again, to the pinnacle of 84, which is just one of the most phenomenal seasons you will see out of a reliever in baseball history. Now, should he have just straight up won MVP? Probably not. I mean, we can call a spade a spade here. That's pretty ridiculous. But it was so remarkable that this team that couldn't lose, the 1984 Tigers, was had this just gum on the hole, like just plug that would come in no matter the inning and finish a game in the modern era. Fascinating stuff. Again, well over three war uh, on fan graphs as a reliever is remarkable. So even though he's fourth all time in saves, he really only had three seasons of being the true closer. And he still got into the top five all-time in saves. That That's pretty remarkable to me. Um, if he was utilized like Todd Jones was, just thrown out there even with a four ERA, uh, I, I think he would be uh, much higher on that list. But he is going to come in as the greatest closer of all time. And that is going to be the five greatest closers in Tigers history. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. And I'll make your second listen. Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you all for rocking with me. We'll keep going. We're going to keep the train moving into the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Truly, thank you guys so much for your support through this last season. It's been a... A, a roller coaster of a calendar here for me. Uh, it really has. All the way up until the end. Really uh, a, a roller coaster of a year. Um, but this has become a, a, a nice constant for me. And your guys' support has been unbelievable and unbelievably consistent and constant. And I, I really do appreciate it uh, more than you guys will ever know. So thank you for making 2021, uh, while it was a tough year for everybody and a roller coaster of a year for everybody, um, I got to take over this show and that means the world to me. So thank you guys for making that happen and continuing to support me. We will be back Monday in a new year, baby, 2022 onward and upward. Peace and love going to therapy's dope. And I'll catch y'all then go Tigers, baby.